Hi, and welcome to Joyful Projects. This is where we're going to explore the secret to real excellence in uh, transforming our ideas into a reality. Hey, I'm Paul Armstrong. You know, if we're off on an adventure to take what's an idea today into a reality tomorrow, and we normally call that a project, right? And if we want to do that in what I'd call a meaningful, ideal way, well, I've, over the years, being involved with a lot of teams on a lot of projects, I've seen some really neat ways where we can do that. And you know what's interesting? Most of what I learned, I didn't find in the project management books. I found it aligned very much with what I call the truth, namely God's word. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take Sunday's message, apply it to our Monday mission. I think there's going to be helpful, refreshing way for you to look at your role of leadership in enabling joy and engaging excellence on a project. Hey, I'm really delighted you've tuned in, okay? Of course, if you subscribe, that'd be awesome, okay? Uh, Commenting on the podcast, that'd be awesome. And hey, if you're new, you you might want to start at episode one. This is a continued series. Or if you want to just learn more about me, go to enablingjoy.com. But right now, let's get moving, okay? We are actually on episode number 15, okay? The big moments before we dig in. Let's explore. Okay, Where's our storyline been so far? Okay, we looked at enabling joy. Lots of, you know, three elements. Engaging excellence, three elements. Communication, time together. We talk about that this transforming an idea into a reality, it's it's like an epic, right? It's like a great story, a movie. We're the director of that. So what have we done so far? Well, we've enabled some joy and enabled, engaged excellence by inviting, initiating, indoctrinating. Because what did those steps do? Well, they drove out our most common fears of being alone and being without meaning. Then what do we do? We continue to build the joy that that is strength by opening up the realms of possibility on what all we could do to make this awesome with dialogue and discovery. And then we then we lock it in and decide, boom, here's what we're going to do with define, right? So that was looking at the realm of possibility. Now it's time to kind of see what might go askew, you know, what, what bumps in the road might knock us off course. It's going to enable us to be proactive. We've done the I letters, we've done the D letters, you know, now we're on E, out of ideal, right? And those E letters, those E letters are explore, encounter, encourage. Here's how we're going to look at it, okay? So if we say that the invite, initiate, you know, we've got some friends, we're going to turn this idea of having this awesome Saturday afternoon at this lake we saw on a map that we've heard about into this really cool day. That's what, that's our transformation, Right. So we invite folks, we we get ready for it, you know, we say, okay, here's how we're going to get there. And then we have dialogue, here's all the cool things we could do and, and figure it all out. We define, bang, this is how this awesome day is going to be. Okay, so now we go, we go to the lake, okay? We've never been there before. Now we're waterside, right? We're waterside. Okay, hey, guess what? The brochures don't always look like the reality, right? The map isn't always perfect. We're standing by the lake. Now we could all just get in our swimsuits and jump in, right? Oh. That might be a little premature. So that's why we're at the step of explore, encounter, encourage. Explore, okay? That's where, you know, we might want to take a look around. Like, if we jump in here, can we get back out here? Is the water really murky? Is it deep? You know, uh, where might, do we have a cell phone signal? That's explore, okay? Looking at, are there ways this could go wrong? And we want to make sure that we have, one, that we don't go wrong, or two, if it does, do we have a way out, okay? And then we come up with, purposeful and intentional ways to sort of get rid of those concerns, right? That's called encounter. We might dip our toe in, might check the depth, might get a thermometer, and that's encounter, okay? And now that we've sort of unwrapped, here's here's all the possibilities that things could, could go bump in the night, right? Uh, 
Now we have to make sure that we have this collective ability to drive out fear. Okay. And that's what encourages. Okay. It's very intentional. It's not about just cheering people on. It's definitely not about a double dare. So that's where we're at. Explore, encounter, encourage. Okay. For this podcast today, we're we're just going to look at explore, right? Now we've talked about this earlier when we talked about the various elements in uh, engaging excellence, right? We talked about the readiness too, where we talked about risk, right? And, and looking at it, risk awareness, attenuation. Uh, and then the flip side to that, it's, it's positive thinking cousin, uh, opportunity identification and capture. And we know there's a lot of tools out there to do that. And we need to do this. Why? Because we're enabling joy, right? We're enabling joy. And whenever there's something out there like, ooh, this could go wrong. It, it Remember, that's the monster under the bed effect, right? We, we're like, oh my gosh, this could be really bad. And we have to have a way of clarifying that unknown. And there are some cool tools for that. One we want to look at, how likely is that to happen? Okay, how likely is that to happen? It's it's probability. You know, is it is this something that we're pretty sure could happen or is this something like it could happen every hundred years or so it happens, all right? So things are either really likely, sort of likely, or, or not very likely, right? And And what else? We want to know well, how bad will it be if it does happen? Okay, what's the impact, the severity of that happening? And that's pretty cool. And it's like, okay, if it happens, well, we could recover. Or if it happens, oh my gosh, that's going to set us back for years or somebody's going to get hurt. And so it's from, you know, mildly serious to sort of serious to very serious. So you can see right now we've got two dimensions. The other one that we want to look at is, can I see it coming? You know, can I see it coming? Can, do I have time to duck? so to speak. And so it's it's sort of the where we look at, do I get an early signal? Do I get a signal just in time? Or do I get no signal? Like, I have no idea that this is going to happen. All right? No, no warning at all. So what you have here is a tool. It's sometimes called a risk matrix. It's sometimes called FEMA, failure effect modes analysis. But right now, all I want you to do is walk away realizing that you need to look at how likely is it? How bad is it? Can I see it coming? And when you do that, it helps get rid of that monster to bed because the how bad is it sticks out very vividly in our mind. We're like, oh my gosh, that could happen. Well, we need to say, okay, yeah. Do I need to like buy a lot of insurance or this rare once in a lifetime insurance? That's very critical. Notice how when we're able to put it out in this sort of context, we're able to address that fear. What are we doing? We're building our own strength to be ready for it. That's enabling joy, right? That's enabling joy. So that's what this explore is all about. Now, let's look at it from the term of suppliers, okay? So, you know, if we ran out and bought things on only on the lowest cost, based on cost alone, then we know and the suppliers know that's the depth, I should say, the shallowness of our relationship. You are cheap. I came to you, Okay. Now, there's something to be said for that. We don't want to spend our money willy-nilly. But when we look at the real successful uh, partnerships in life, we'll see it. It's, it's, that's not what it's about. It's about really moving beyond the cost to having what you would call a true partnership, a trusting relationship, where you fill them in on where they fit in. Okay, we've talked about this in, in the communication part, where when we have the suppliers and the contractors that they need to know how to be proactive, how to respond when we get a bump in the night, when we get a little knocked off the main dra- road, right? 
And to build that partnership is is so much more important because those trusting relationships, what are they going to do when we go bump in the night, when something's going to be late, when they can't come in on time? Then they're more ready and apt to provide the creative answer to those sticky dilemmas. And buying on cost alone, that's not going to do it. And you say, well, you bought it because it was cheapest. So we need to really think about this when we're exploring what could go wrong in terms of our supply chain, in terms of our contractor tie-ins. So explore. Now, that, remember, that's a little different than what we talked about before in, in dialogue. Dialogue and discover, that's what could we do? What might we do? How great could we make it? This is sort of like the mirror image yet in terms of what could go bump in the night? What could go wrong? What could be delayed? What could be harder than we thought? So it's the flip side of that. And notice this is very critical. We've got to adjust this phase now before we, before we put the first shovel into the ground. Because we're enabling joy and engaging excellence. And this is this step is starting to establish us to be response-able, to be proactive when something goes bump in the night along the course of our way. When we look at the, the history of the early Christian church, it's really fascinating because look at all the ways that God's word, Christ's message, sort of took various twists and turns early on. Uh, you know, they, they come with terms like Manichaeism, Arianism, Gnosticism, and and how the, the early church bishops, the, the leaders of the church came together and, and were able to say, this is how we need to address that. So they explored this, explored that around. And in a combination of both dialogue and also these exploration dialogues, which says, hmm, how do we... How do we move, how do we encounter this so that we can build ourselves to be strong in the true faith again? That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. And it's interesting. We get a a clue that that's going to happen. You know, in Luke chapter 10, when we have the mission of the 72, you know, this is after this, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent out ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant. The laborers refused, so I asked the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I'm sending you like lambs among wolves. <laughs> talk, about, talk about a risk cube, huh? Lambs among, carry no money, no sack, no sandals. Greet no one along the way into whatever house you enter. First say, peace to this household. Wow, is that cool or what? Peace is hustle, enabled joy. Peace is getting rid of fear. Isn't that cool? If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. But if not, it will return to you. In other words, don't let them affect you. That's proactive, all right? You're not, he says, don't be reactive, okay? Stay in the same house, eat and drink whatever's offered to you for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. We're in sort of some level of stability. Remember, they're bringing dramatic news. So let's do it in a way that's going to help people be comfortable with it. And then he says, uh, you know, hey, you'll you'll cure the sick, okay, in it. Say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. He says, whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, okay, here's the risk plan, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that, we shake off against you. In other words, you're, they're going to stand tall, okay? You know this. The, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, remember, I'm quoting again what Jesus said. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day 
than for that town. And Christ then arms them so that they don't get depressed. And then later in, in, in verse 15, he says, I'm sorry, verse 16, he says, whoever listens to you, listens to me. Whoever rejects you, rejects me. And whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. Wow. Wow. That's, isn't that awesome? So in that little part, you see where, where Christ says, here's what could go wrong. Explore. Talks about how you'll encounter it. That's pretty cool. And then talk, he gives them the works of encouragement. You're, you're there for me. If they reject you, then they're rejecting me. Okay. They're rejecting Christ. So there we go. We're on our, we're in that critical junction. This is so cool. So cool because we haven't, we haven't actually started the, I'll say the, um, the physical work. Okay. Okay. We haven't actually started building or, or creating, you know, we're, we're still just setting our mind. So, this engaged excellence, enabled joy journey. You know, it, it first has to be in our minds. It has to be clearly there. We know that from when we see sports psychologists. We know that when we want to do ourselves first, you know, when we're doing anything big, we prepare our mind first, right? We prepare our mind. Well, that's where we're at. So we're saying, huh, where are the goblins in the closet? Let's explore them. Let's explore them. And how are we going to define them? Well, we put them out in this way. Like, how likely? How bad? Can we tell if it's coming? The rescue, Okay. We build relationships, right? That's getting rid of the fear. So with the suppliers like, oh, how about if that supplier defaults on us? Less likely to happen if they're if they're in partnership with us. The only tie we have to them is, hey, you were the cheapest guy in town. That's not much of a partnership. So this is pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay, so so next one we're gonna look at encounter. We sort of dibbled into that by by this chapter uh, 10 out of Luke. All right, so that'll be really cool. Meanwhile. You take care. Looking forward to our next time together. All righty. Bye-bye.